there will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there'll be electors selected. There's a process. The Constitution lays it out pretty clearly. The world should have every confidence that the transition necessary to make sure that the State Department is functional today, successful today, and successful with the president who's in office on January 20th, a minute afternoon, will also be successful. I went through a transition on the front, and I've, I've been on the other side of this. I'm very confident that we will uh, do all the things that are necessary to make sure that the, the government, the United States government, will continue to perform its national security function as we go forward. Bitch, was the problem? Fucking talking about my nigga. I got him. The social introvert. Bitch, what's the problem? Fuck you talking about? Nigga, I got him. Need I remind him? They must have forgotten. Fuck this bitch up from the top to the bottom. Kill them all till they decay and they rotten. Whip shit I can't pronounce, just know it's foreign. Spaceship outside and the fiber is carbon while making them sick again. Bitch, go ahead, vomit. Bitch, what's the problem? Fuck you talking about? Nigga, I got him. Me taking L's and talking so uncommon. They shit hide they shit before my niggas rob them. You better off dead or probably playing possum. And stay on the ground cause there's no better option. Then fuck up this bitch with another concoction. Clear out the block with a blast from the shotgun. Shotgun, shotgun. Bitch, what's the problem? Fuck you talking about, my nigga? I got him. Clown niggas from miles away, we still spot him. And fuck around and end up on the milk carton. Nigga wondering who shot him. Grave located, them pussy nigga garden. Pop niggas up, now watch out, I'ma rock on my chop. A brick up, now watch how they gon' cop em. My mop and click up on top of how I flop em. Get got in your gut no matter how I drop em. Plot against us, don't watch how we just stop em. What we supposed to do? Nigga from the bottom. Plant the money tree and get the money when it blossom. How the fuck is they gon' stop em? Cloud thirsty niggas on the Grammy block em. Pull up and watch the way the bitches flock em. Flacko! Waka flacka! Most you niggas really caca. And get the pass of me, my vodka. And bitch, you know I keep the chopper. And every single Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Sid Davis back with a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 278. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So that's a brand new joint from Buster Rhymes titled Oh No off of the brand new album ELE2 or Extinction Level Event 2 The Wrath of God is available on all streaming platforms like I said y'all y'all call these albums that come out early in the year album of the year and I say wait just wait year's not done we don't know who's dropping next and listen um I don't have much of a huge bias for Buster Rhymes. Like I, I love the hell out of Buster Rhymes, but my bias ain't really there. But from top to bottom, I've been listening to this album. I actually got to listen to the album two weeks prior before its actual release date, and I'm sitting here like, holy shit! Like <laughs> this is what he was sitting on for five years. I see why he took that long, but um, so far. Not not calling it yet. My favorite project this year, I will say, is Lulu. Conway the Machine, The Alchemist. It, it, it is in the top of my favorite project this year. Um, this, holy shit. ELE2, The Wrath of God, is insane. But man, for people that... 
Hey, look, I see why T.I. was ducking him. I see why T.I. was ducking him. Clifford ain't want to smoke. <laughs> I still haven't listened to the new T.I. album. I, I don't think I will listen to the album. Don't I don't care. The title is corny. The Libra. The legend is back running Atlanta. Like, it's just cheesy. It's a turnoff. The cover art looks amazing. But uh, that the title is a turnoff for me. And it's just like, T.I., um, nah, bro. I'm cool. I don't need a new album from you. Um, I, I guess your fans will appreciate it, but I, I don't care. Don't care. I uh, haven't cared since. Actually, haven't cared for a TI album since um, Urban Legend. And that, that's not me being, uh, I'm not trying to be a jackass about it. That's the honest truth. I have not really been that enthusiastic about a ti release since uh, since urban legend i'm just i'm sorry i'm sorry uh ti versus tip is cool and whatever um what, what's the other album paper trail that was pretty cool but it's not it's, it's not urban legend <laughs> uh don't care for king king is overrated i don't know why people hype the album but i'm not gonna get into that what I want to get into is uh, this Tribe Called Quest versus Outcast, And people are like, it's all about where you were raised. It's about where you come from. Look, man, that's over and done with. The, the regional hip hop shit has been dead for 15 years. Uh, this is not an East, West, North, South thing anymore. We are all one. Like it's, it's been over with. I've always had this take with tribe and outcast. They are more alike than they will ever be different. Um, this is not a East coast or North versus South thing. This is retarded. And that's what people are trying to turn it into. These two groups were able to three peat. Uh, with tribe, you have people's instinctive travels, low in theory, midnight marauders, Outcast, you have Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music, AT Aliens, and Equimini, my favorite album from Outcast. Um, over time, you know, with Tribe, I love beats, rhymes, and life, but the infighting within the group, you know, between Fife and Q-Tip, just beefing all the time, and, you know, that led to the breakup after the love movement which the love movement there was no love involved in the creation of that album um it's just i don't have a problem with them going head to head my problem comes in where people decide to be intellectually dishonest and just call the battle before they watch the battle you know um i don't even look at it as a battle see this is the thing y'all are calling this a battle oh they're gonna beat them by such and such but with every other battle that's come before this, oh man, this is just for the fans, man. We won in the end. Like, knock it off. Wh which one is it? Which one? But like I said, tribe is more tribe and outcast are more alike than they will ever be different. The jazz interpolations that they throw into their production. Shout out to Q Tip. Shout out to Organized Noise. Um, it, it'll be dope because I believe 
I haven't listened to the love movement in a while. A few months ago, I believe 3000 was on on um, the love movement, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, don't hold me to that. I, I really have not listened to the love movement in such a long time. Like I go from people's instinct of travels all the way to beats, rhymes in life. I, it's I, it depends on what type of mood I'm in when I listen to the love movement, because for a long time, we never got an album until 2016, which is we got it from here. Thank you for your service, which is an awesome album. But these two are more like than they are different. Now, if it was up to me, I prefer a tribe called Quest versus De La Soul. That would have been a very difficult battle to call because I, I wouldn't be able to choose. Like I have this huge, th there's an outcast bias that I have. Then there's a, a very large bias that I have with the tribe. But then there's an even bigger bias that I have when it comes to De La Soul is I don't know what it is. And then I thought about it and I said, damn, they should have got a Tribe Called Quest versus the far side. And then <laughs> the far side, that's one of my favorite groups of all time, too. And then I said, well, well, shit, what about Tribe versus Lords of the Underground or Tribe versus Souls of Mischief? And I was like, you know what? Let me stop. I'm going to just we got it. We, we got Outcast and Tribe. I'm cool with Tribe and Outcast going head to head. That's I'm cool with it. Whatever. Maybe De La Soul. Matter of fact, they still have that that limbo deal with Tommy Boy Records where they can't have their music streamed on, you know, streaming services. Um, That's probably the reason why we aren't getting a De La Soul versus Tribe. And I'm pretty sure Swiss Beats and Timberland thought about that, too. And just settled with Outcast. Um, regardless, I I, I'll, I will check this battle out. I will, uh, but I feel a little indifferent only because Five Dog is no longer here, and I'm like shit. At first, I got excited, and then I thought about it. I was like, damn, Fife is not here with us anymore. And I was, you know, since then I've been feeling a little indifferent. But we'll see. Um, I'm not watching this Ti in Jeezy battle y'all can keep that uh speaking of that battle Jeezy came out and said that Gucci declined uh <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did not speak with Gucci at all why would you even bring that up you tried to have that man killed a little over a decade ago so like come on man I don't know and then also speaking of Jeezy we have the recession too on the way. I thought this nigga retired. I don't want to hear anything else from Jeezy at all. That man is on the shoulda, woulda, coulda list. Cole and Shogun know what I'm talking about when I say that he is on the shoulda, woulda, coulda list. And I hold him there. That's how I feel wholeheartedly. I'm just not a Jeezy fan. Like, I don't care for him like that. I don't know. Um, if one of them went against Gucci man. Gucci man wins by a landslide. Period. I don't care about platinum plaques and radio hits and I don't care about none of that. Gucci overall will smack them silly in a battle. And I don't I don't know if I had this take either on the podcast. Hey, Soldier Boy low key 
I don't think none of them want to go against Soldier Boy. That's all I got to say. Anyway, let me move on from this. I don't want to spend my time talking about the versus battle for the whole show. Uh, a brand new project is out by Burner and Larry June titled Cooks and Orange Juice. A pretty good EP. Apparently, um, Larry June said if they do well with the merch that they're going to release a deluxe edition for it. So apparently they recorded more tracks for this. Uh, one of my favorite joints off of this project is titled OTW. Check it out. So I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? Hawaii with it. Fucking with the little one, you know what I'm saying? Enjoying my time, you know what I mean? Burning in my phone like, June, let's get this money. You already know I'm rocking, you know what I'm saying? I was there like a destination. Real nigga shit. Burning what's happening, you know what I'm saying? Always talk this real shit, you know what I mean? This is what we do, you know what I mean? It's in our buds and our nation. You know what I'm saying? Something slight. They say that the money don't make you. As soon as you get a little cake, they gon' hate you. I pray my day one stay true. Looking for another building out of state to paint blue. I'm grown, that's what I flex like. One on loose boxes, they send right. My pockets don't get tight. So much money in the safe, it don't fit right. Yeah, I'm watching what your bitch do. And she see me making big moves. You know the Cadillac bulletproof. 45 make you spin around like a hula hoop. They say my city's just a big graveyard for the players. How we underground, but everything major. Me and Larry June smoking on big flavor. And we're neighbors. Shout out to the players. Trying to make a change, but the streets keep calling my name, calling my name. Gotta get paid, set a goal, then I'm on my way, on my way. Never give up, my nigga. Keep your head up, my nigga. Made a way out them project buildings. I was stressed, had to man up and really go get it. It was days when I dreamed about this, I thank God. Got the classic ooh out from Texas, 30,000, low maps. You know I had to cop the grand nash, the stress. Still living life so fast, but I'm blessed. But I'm still fighting these demons, still paranoid, still go to sleep with my name. I'm going hard, but knowing that I gotta step it up. I can't keep doing the same shit, nigga, what the fuck? Big cool, but nigga, this the photo kind. Big smile on my face when it's photo time. Let's talk numbers. You make a hundred thousand in a day, put away 98. Play around with 2K. Let's talk love. Baby, why you always tripping? Why you can't accept the fact that I'm me and I'm different? So it's deuces. Just like my favorite size rim. One day you go realize I'm him. Damn. Trying to make a change. But the streets keep calling my name. Once again, that is OTW by Burner and Larry June off of the brand new project Cooks and Orange Juice. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check it out. It's a really dope project. And I hope. I hope we do get that deluxe edition. I'm pretty sure we will. Um, so we'll see. So uh, this election, man, after the first night or uh, I, I think well into the morning, I, I think it was around like maybe two. Um, I, actually, no, I take that back. So election night, this is going on. The, the counts are coming in and rolling in, rolling in state by state by state by state. And by 11.30 p.m., I was like, this shit should have been already <laughs> somewhat determined. I, I don't know. Or maybe I don't. Shouldn't they already have a winner? Uh, and then I ignored it. 2.30 rolls around. I'm like, mm, 
yeah, we definitely should have a winner by now. Like, what, what's going on? And after that, around 3 a.m., because um, I was just up bullshitting, listening to music, um, just surfing on the web. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and went to watch Spider-Man, the animated series. That's how bored I was. Like, I haven't watched it in a long time. And it's like, you know what? I love this show. Let me watch this. And just, I stayed up and binged, watched it, uh, fell asleep in the middle of watching it, woke back up. And I did not pay attention to this election up until maybe Friday, the day before the media, quote unquote, the media decided to project their winner for the election. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. That's interesting. And, you know, people ran through the streets and celebrated and danced close quarters no mask just raw dogging it in the streets like it was nothing and i'm like oh so the rona's gone okay it's funny what's going on here and i thought to myself later that night i said damn trump being in office was the greatest thing that we could have like endured because we got all the exposure of emboldened people uh we were just left and right folks was telling us how they felt and i was happy i'm like yes yes expose yourselves dumbasses come on i was excited but watching these people celebrate i was like wow it's almost like racism is going back into secrecy it's going to be closeted again we're going to wake up and these people are going to continue to be our doctors, our police officers, our, you know, our politicians, you know, um, you know, they're, they're not going to be as emboldened anymore. I want them to be open. Like I like the open races. It lets me know how they feel. I don't, don't do no backdoor shit to me behind my back. I don't like that shit at all. Tell me how you feel for real. Like I appreciate you more. I give you more respect actually. And I, I was just, I was kind of sad because I'm like, damn, I don't think folks are really thinking about this at all. They're just worried about getting this man out of office. And throughout this whole year, thinking about it, it's like we spent all this time fighting from the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor situation only to go back to establishment. And I also said, it was like, well, it's almost like people voted in. <laughs> what they were fighting against this entire year, you know? Um, and they're just, they just want to get someone who talks a certain way and has, has said things, even though the media has twisted it many times. And then we've had to go research and dig to find the context of what Trump was really talking about. Um, I just, I feel like it's people just did it off of impulse. Now people are complaining about, Oh my gosh, Biden is pro lockdown. If I would have known, I wouldn't have voted. I'm like, <laughs> duh, of course. Of course, he's part of the establishment. He's going to do what they tell him to do. And it's, you know, people are excited about Kamala Harris, the cop, being VP, the first woman of color, black woman, apparently. Um, it's just now she's Asian and uh, West Indian. I don't fucking know at this point but i never took a liking to that the whole the first black whatever xyz that doesn't get me enthusiastic about it at all because 
I'm like, for all the years that black people have existed, you now want to acknowledge us? Like, what is this, dude? And then now we're in a position of, you know, it's time to heal. We're we're at peace. Racism no more and, and shit like this. And I'm like, dog, y'all y'all have zero clue. By the way, I voted independent, just like I've always have. You know, I the only time I really voted for a side is when I voted for the first time. And that's when I voted for Obama. Uh, I will never make that mistake again. If I knew or if I was more intelligent at the time of knowing what Obama really was and, you know, what he was doing while he was in office, um, I wouldn't have voted for him. I'll never do that shit again. Uh, I voted independently. There you go. Don't care how you feel. You can call me whatever you you coon. You can say whatever you want. I can't take a lot of y'all serious because what I'm seeing is all of you slander white people on a day-to-day basis and how we need to organize and get together as black folks and do this, that, and a third and black lives matter and X, Y, Z, blah, 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 whatever. And only to vote in the white savior and put your eggs all in one basket and depend on him to fix everything. And the fact that Kamala Harris um, is used as a scapegoat to to be the first woman and woman of color to be the vice president is a way to make black folks feel at ease. Like, oh, we have our comeuppance. Oh, they have our backs now. Oh, we're going to hold it to Biden. Like, They're not going to do shit for y'all. They're not going to do a goddamn thing. So this whole... We're going to hold you to it, Biden. We're, we're watching you. Stop it. Y'all, y'all literally let your guard down. All of this talk about organizing and planning and getting together as one to do something. Finally, after all the shit that we've endured so far, it, we only resort back to depending on the white man, depending on white savior. Uh, if you're white and you're listening, please do not take offense to me. I do not mean this um, in any threat or ill intent. You know where my heart lies, especially the ones that are listening. You know where my heart lies. But I'm I'm a little frustrated. I'm flustered. I'm I'm irritable. I'm aggravated, and I'm I'm a little mad because I'm like all of this talk that we had on social media, and uh, just what happened. <laughs> what happened I, and shout out to the other white people that pretended to give a fuck about black folks with your performative post on social media shout out to y'all y'all deserve an Oscar love it fuck out of here anyway uh, Van Jones right we're getting to him cry baby bitch before I get into Van Jones, there was a word that I've been seeing since Saturday up until yesterday. It, and it was like dead in my face. I kept seeing it, whether I was on social media, uh, watching TV. The word was projection or projected or, you know, I just and you know, a lot of people were like I said, they're partying in the streets. They were happy that Biden was elected by the media, the media. And there were a lot of other folks that were like, well, he's projected as the winner of the election. Doesn't mean that it's official. And those people that were celebrating 
and hooting and hollering and hurraying and, and raw dogging in the streets with no mask um they were quick to become rabbit dogs and jump on those people and call them coons and uh just call them every name in the book and uh, just attack them for no reason like they're telling you the truth they're not lying to you they're they're telling you like it's not official yet it'll be official <laughs> when the inauguration happens it doesn't mean anything and plus the media called it they're trying to control the narrative that's basically what this is it's the media once again the left trying to control the narrative and i want to give a shout out to the people who saw, who, who thought if biden won there was going to be like rioting or civil war like the fact that y'all even trying to speak that into the universe is foolish and it's it's dumb i don't know why they've been awfully quiet trump supporters eerily quiet don't forget the trump and biden debate the first one <laughs> what did he say stand down and stand by i don't know hey look i'm not saying that anything will happen i'm just i'm throwing that out there it's a little nugget of wisdom is just theory he told he, he told his people stand down and stand by so hey look it's been eerily quiet very quiet so if something happens to where a decision is not made by inauguration day expect some problems just keep your guard just expect something expect the unexpected i don't know but we're gonna get into van jones oh my goodness <clears throat> in an emotional address to viewers he cited policy from donald trump george floyd and the state of the nation reacting to the news following cnn projecting biden as the next president of the united states former obama advisor van jones said <clears throat> it's easier to be a parent it's easier to be a dad <clears throat> it's easier to tell your that's crying and shit the performative theatrical act it's easier to tell your kids character matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. <clears throat> well, what else does shit say? He also added, <clears throat> it's easier for a lot of people. If you're a Muslim in this country, you don't have to worry that the president doesn't want you here. This is vindication for a lot of people who really have suffered. I can't breathe. That was not just George Floyd. <clears throat> there were a lot of people who felt like they couldn't breathe. Look, fam. <laughs> Come on, fam. But let me don't. Oh, my goodness. Do I have to do this? Do I have to pull up receipts? Hang on a second. How significant do you think this is? By the way, one of your partners in working on this yes. was Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner, whose, whose father went to prison and who, who fought mm -hmm. on this as hard as that. This is history. This is history. Right now, you're witnessing history on the floor of the U.S. Senate. For, it is a Christmas miracle underway where, for the first time in a generation, Republicans and Democrats mm -hmm. are arm in arm tonight saying, we are sending too many people to prison. They're coming out bitter and not better. We want to make a tremendous difference. I want to say uh, Hakeem Jeffries uh, on the left, Jared Kushner, and Donald Trump on the right have brought together a coalition like I've never seen. You've got literally uh, the National Association of Manufacturers, Fox News, and Sean Handy on the same page with Nancy Pelosi, Cory Booker, uh, uh, the ACLU, Cut 50. 
something as beautiful is happening. And it's not that you have to see it to believe it. You have to believe it to see it. It's happening right now. People coming together in America to help the people who have nothing. And well, it's Matt, amazing. This is and something, happy about. This is something that you and something I can agree we... on. It's a great day for America. This yeah. is such an awesome issue to Look, give, uh, whether they're mi minorities or white kids, a, 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 second, a second chance shot. in life. It's awesome. We are blessed to be joined tonight by Corinne Owens, the widow of U.S. Navy Special Operator, Senior Chief William Ryan Owens. Ryan died as he lived, a warrior and a hero, battling against terrorism and securing our nation. In that moment, period, there are a lot of people who have a lot of reason to be frustrated with him, to be fearful of him, to be mad at him. But that was one of the most extraordinary moments you have ever seen in American politics, period. And he did something extraordinary. And for people who have been hoping that he would become unifying, hoping that he might find some way to become presidential, they should be happy with that moment. For people who have been hoping that maybe he would remain a divisive cartoon, which he often finds a way to do, they should begin to become a little bit worried tonight. Because that thing you just saw him do, if he finds a way to do that over and over again, he's gonna be there for eight years. Now, there is a lot that he said in that speech that was counterfactual, that was not right, that I oppose and will oppose. But he did something tonight that you cannot take away from him. He became President of the United States. And I wanted to do anything I could to get that to the federal level. When Obama was in office, I was working with Newt Gingrich to try to help him. We didn't get across the finish line. Donald Trump has a uh, son-in-law named Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner's father went to prison. And Jared understands what people are going through. And he decided to fight. And a lot of people got mad at me because I said, you know, I'm willing to work with him on that issue. I'll fight him on everything else if we disagree. But where we do agree, let's work hard together. And they said it would never happen. You'll never get there. Trump's going to sell you down the river. Nobody's going to cooperate. And it was the opposite. Uh, we got 87 votes to 12 in the Senate. You can't get 87 votes to change our post office name uh, these days. And we got 87 votes. Um, in the House, I think yesterday, we got 358 votes to 36. The country is just fed up with the nonsense, but it took a little bit of courage to break that logjam, and now it's broken. This bill is going to help a lot of people, but it's a first step act. I think you're going to see a lot of bills at the state level now, city level now, and more in the federal government. We, this is the beginning of a, of a change back towards sanity. There is also another clip of him talking about how he was in support of or in agreeance that Trump has done more for the black people um, in his entire presidency than Abraham, well, than any other president besides Abraham Lincoln. And even that's up for debate. Couldn't find the clip. The clip does exist, but by the time I tried to get to it, the clip is deleted. Um, I went to several of others. I tried to go to Daily Mail because that's where... That's where you can find a lot of clips um, if you're not able to find them on a, a Fox News or CNN or MSNBC. Van Jones, you a bitch. That's what you are. You a bitch. Wait, hold on. I didn't do it right. Bitch. That's what you are. That's that's literally what you are. What the fuck are you doing crying on national television? I'm not saying that it's not okay for 
black men or men as a whole to you know not cry but fam the the theatrical act that you put on that performance it was piss poor but i just come on fam really and i know a lot of people like well maybe he he just got a little over emotional i'm like nah fam y'all can't see y'all y'all not picking up on that like i said you were biatch forever and ever and forever a long time i'm gonna do it one more time biatch and i get it i get it i see how people can pick up on this and just say well maybe he just got a, a little over emotional you know man times have been tense but i'm like no van jones this is not the first time that he's been acting like a bitch this man has flipped and flopped sides like a thousand times over and over and over and over again he's a bitch that's what you are one more time bitch that's courtesy of dr dre thank you so much dre i appreciate you for letting me use that clip uh we're gonna move on to some new music man i ran long enough van jones you a bitch you a bitch anyway um another project that has been out uh for quite some time actually uh didn't just come out it's been out for a while came out in the summer boldy james the versace tape boldy james is now with griselda um like i said i want to know the story because that news came out of nowhere i got excited um right before he dropped the versace tape him and alchemist put an album out titled the price of tea in china which is also another dope project that people should tech, uh, check out. Excuse me. Jesus. Tongue tied. Anyway, one of my favorite joints off of the Versace tape is titled Bentega. Check it out. Uh-huh. Bojack. Where we at? Let's get it. On Van Dyke with the bros, picture like Bear Land. Over the Viking stove, never been a stair glance. So anti with the pole, last of the airbenders. Don't make me wipe his nose. These niggas square dancers, burning dochi though. No, this ain't my first rodeo. I turn around like a hold on, down in the okie doke. You playing in the wrong arena and don't know the roast. Never seen a marina with Selena laid up on the coast. That Valentino jacket blue with the yellow flamingo gun, looking like a fashion guru. Supremo, my skill dusty, weed in my clientele musty, give a fuck how niggas feel as long as Ariel trust me, on the run from that federal cell in the country, where I'm from, if you ain't dead or in jail then you lucky, been out here feeling lonely, ever since the death of Duffy, all my nigga wanted was a rolly and a pair of buffers, what else? Once again, that's Bentega by Boldy James off of his album, The Versace Tape. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check it out. Really dope album. So, before I get up out of here, man, 
Kamala Harris, the cop, Kamala Khan, is now Madam Vice President. Everyone's excited. Look at my VP. You know, it's like, look, listen, it, it's history. I get it. I understand. But man, I don't, I don't see nothing changing, bro. When I saw that uh, Joe Biden was the projected winner, quote unquote, projected winner of the election. I said, oh, shit. I never jumped off the couch so fast and logged on. <laughs> Backstory. I'm on probation still. Uh, well, not no longer. Not anymore. Um, I went ahead and paid off the rest of my probation fees because I had a very bad feeling. I'm like, someone's going to piss me off somewhere down the line. I don't know when, but someone's going to piss me off and I'm going to just go off or do something. Now, what I got on probation for was just something really stupid. Um, I was at a nightclub. Somebody said something I didn't like. And I felt like I wanted to act tough and I mushed him in his face and slapped him up a bit and <laughs> they kicked me out. And of course I stayed out there and, um, yeah. So, so on and so forth that, that was back in 2015, 2016, but, um, it was an assault charge that kind of got reduced to probation and they just put me on probation i don't know why they gave me probation that long but whatever i just i stuck with it i shut up and i just kept paying the fees but um it wasn't much to pay off i jumped up fast as hell and paid that shit off i was like all right i'm not gonna do nothing else because if i do something and they sign off on something they locking my black ass up something else is gonna change and the the system to where they're just going to be like, fuck it. He's a Negro. He's a lost cause. Throw him in a slammer. But yeah, um, I apologize to the guy because I believe the guy worked at the club, if I'm not mistaken. But he pissed me off really bad. And I don't know why I got upset. I normally don't get upset like that. But he, I can't even remember what happened. But that was immature Sid back then. I've matured a lot since then. But I did pay off those fees. I'm not trying to get locked up. But yeah, dude was, um, he was acting like a little bitch. Hold on. Bitch. But all I remember was him waving his finger at me like a little schoolgirl on the playground or some shit like that. And I just got mad and mushed him in his face because he kept coming back over into the area I was in trying to get Buck. Um, Should have known better. Shouldn't have done anything. Shouldn't have put my hands on him. Uh, that was irresponsible, immature Sid. I've grown up a lot since then. But anyway. Um... <laughs> Kamala ain't gonna do shit. She gonna lock you niggas up. She gonna keep y'all in the prison system. Um, she plans on doing nada, nothing, zilch for the black community. So y'all can look at this like a victory and be happy and feel like it's easier to breathe. But she ain't doing shit. Uh, when you're presented a question, and this was like a year ago, I think she was in that interview. When you're being presented a question about reparations and you start off, anyone who starts off with their response like, well, listen. Do you support reparations for black people? Well, listen, 
again, we had over 200 years of slavery. We had Jim Crow for almost a, a, a century. We had legalized discrimination, segregation, and now we have it, it, le segregation and discrimination that is not legal but still exists and is a barrier to progress. We have disparities around housing. We have disparities around education. We have disparities around income. And we have to recognize that everybody did not start out on an equal footing in this country. And in particular, black people have not. And so we have got to recognize that and do something about that and give folks a lift up. That's why, for example, I'm proposing the LIFT Act. Give people who are making $100,000 or less as a family a tax credit, which will benefit and uplift 60% of black families who are in poverty. So by default, it affects black families, but there's not a particular policy for African-Americans that you can explore. But no, if you look at the, the reality of who will benefit from certain policies, when you take into account that they're not starting at, at, at the same place and they're not, stand, they're not starting on equal footing, it will directly benefit black children, black families, black homeowners. Because the disparities are so significant. So if we focus on the specific issues that have resulted in the greatest disparities, and we understand that that's part of why we're doing it. Listen, the, the reality also is this. Any policy that will benefit black people will benefit all of society. Let's be clear about that. Let's really be clear about that. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. No, because whatever benefits that black family will benefit that community and society as a whole and the country, right? It's a yes or no question. Like, that that's literally it. It's a yes or no question. Are you for reparations? Like, seriously, are you for reparations? Well, listen. Listen, this can be used as a universal response towards anything. For instance, a homeboy might not be faithful to his girl. He's coming home and she's still up just waiting on him like where have you been like explain yourself and he just got to hit her with the well listen this can be also used for the kids that ain't really do their homework and they go to school the next day and they can't you like the dog ate my homework is phased out been phased out for a long time kids all you got to do is hit them with the well listen for the entire year we've been speculating and guessing on what happened to jeffrey epstein we keep on asking this question no not as much but i'm like me, I'm still curious. Did Jeffrey Epstein really kill himself? Well, listen. Was there a plethora of voter fraud that took place during this election? Well, listen. Hey, Van Jones, are you going to confess on what side that you're truly on and quit acting like a little bitch? Bitch. Well, listen. I'm just saying, if you want to tap dance your way or ice skate your way out of a response, like a, a very direct question, you just got to hit them with the well, listen. It may not be the truth, but... Well, listen, it works, I guess. I don't know. Dear black women, are you going to be honest with yourselves and call out Eva Longoria's intellectual dishonesty about this election and stop attacking black men and claiming that we hate you? Well, listen. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just a spectator. I'm, I'm just watching from the sidelines like, goodness gracious, man. What is it going to take? What is it going to take for us to get on the right page the right path i i don't know i'm not sure i don't know where we're going from here um but yeah yeah man i'm I'm just aggravated at the foolishness anyway um 
that's that's gonna wrap it up for me man thank you for listening to <laughs> thank you for listening to episode 278 of the social introvert podcast real quick shout out to my favorite podcast the john effect podcast 12 kyle podcast random tandem glenn and her podcast um oh i'm gonna give a special shout out to glenn and her on thursday uh shout out to conversation carn artists ignorant philosophy reasonable ignorance just say words and of course i can't forget about the bynk family shout out to government name podcast with shogun and cole jackson and shout out to rain coleman over there at the carefree black nerd podcast last but not least shout out to jasmine blue and hakeem skipwith those are bynk blog content creators i'm also a blog content creator myself you can go to bynkradio.net go to the lifestyle section scroll down so you see social introvert I have a new blog entry titled Our Incompetent Nation. Um, matter of fact, let me just shout them out now. Shout out to Glenn and her. Thank you for reading that blog. Um, uh, anyone else, you, you can just you can go check it out. Once again, it's called Our Incompetent Nation. And it's just uh, it's short and simple. And, you know, it's just kind of me assessing things like things that just don't make sense. You know, there's some confusion amongst the people i'm just really calling out how a lot of us um may have just not been open and honest and been able to explore that there are other people that exist in this world um and just how everyone just they just get defensive on social media and they want to delete folks right away uh me personally i don't delete anybody um, I want to see both sides. I want to. That's and that's another problem that I saw this entire week on social media. You know, there, there are problems that were erupting uh, regarding this election, uh, voter fraud. Uh, the, the Democrats, the people who were far left, were claiming that there's voter fraud or there was cheating. Uh, of course, the conservatives and the far the far right. We're also claiming that there was voter fraud and cheating and uh, this, that, and the third. And and it's like, fam, <laughs> somebody's lying. Someone, I, I don't know what it is. You can go read that blog right now. BYNKradio.net, lifestyle section, social introvert. And where was I at? Oh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. You can also follow my other social media handles. That will be in the description of this episode. Send your thoughts. If you have any questions, you need any advice, just hit me up, shoot the shit. Doesn't matter. Do not hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And until Thursday, guys, peace. The social introvert. I'm the real college dropout, but some say I'm an all-star.